What's up, guys? Welcome back. Another episode of Push Through. Me and JJ Buckner just pushing through everyday life, trying to figure things out. At this point in our life, we are really trying to push through ultra marathons and figuring out fatherhood and things like that. And thank you, thank you for coming along for the journey, JJ. How was your Thanksgiving? How was your Thanksgiving, JJ? It it was good. I was I was gonna say and chime in there and say or how to complete ten k's. Look at there. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. So uh, it's the Monday after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I hope you guys had an amazing, amazing Thanksgiving. Uh, good. It was good for you. This was like probably, Jay, one of your first ones away from the family, no? Yeah. Yeah, this was my first time ever not having a Thanksgiving with like either my parents or my in-laws. So what was that like? Uh, I mean, definitely would have wished to have family around, you know, right, I'm not right, going right. to lie about that, but, yeah. uh, it was cool though, dude. Like it was pretty chill. We didn't do a Turkey. Mm-hmm. We did not do a Turkey. I smoked ribs all day. I was going to say you were vegan. <laughs> <laughs> we smoked ribs all day and, uh, played outside. It was nice. So the kids were outside and then we came in we had a, you know, different, different sides. Got to have those deviled eggs. And uh, I had football on all day, so yeah, man. What's was, the uh, what's the Florida temps like these days? Uh, today was actually a cold one. It was like sixty-two. Was the high? It was the high? And like, yeah, it was the high. All right. And like, you know, it's so funny though. Like, I'm still, I'm still not quite Florida Floridian summer body like how do i say that like my my body temperature like i can still like 62 still feels good to me i guess right but mason is well he so here's the thing we've been traveling for over a year the past year and a half two years now and we've always been in warmer weather we've just kind of followed the warm weather so mason hasn't had a winter in two years and when it's when it's sixty eight degrees outside, Mason's like, I think I need a jacket, Dad. I was like, Dude, what's sixty eight degrees? But then I see all these other kids; they got freaking winter coats on. It's in the sixties. It's crazy. But I remember seeing that in Arizona too. Yeah, and when I first I moved to Arizona in December, and I remember I had a room share the first time I stayed there, and like we got there, and like, all right, we're gonna get something to eat or whatever, and we're walking out. You're not gonna take a jacket? I'm like. Like it's 60 degrees out in December. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not wearing it. I wasn't going to throw some shorts on, but I didn't want to be that much of a tourist out there. And then sure enough, three years later, I was wearing a pea coat and a, and a beanie when it was 65 degrees at the bus stop a couple of years later. So it is to- weird how that happens. I totally get that. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm glad it didn't suck because I, I was, I was worried about you there because I, I couldn't imagine like, I think I did Christmas away from home once. And like, I never want to do like a major holiday like that away from home. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I will say it was a, it was a good time spending with the, the intermediate, fa- the immediate family, but definitely missed my mom and dad, missed Lindsay's, you know, her side of the family. My, you know, now we got a new baby in the family, my brother and sister and sister-in-law. So like, yeah, it's your brother you know, and your sister. <laughs> yikes. We are from Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, don't tell anybody. Don't tell Jesus. anybody. Jesus. Oh, my God. Is this where we're going tonight? Oh, my God. We're not even drinking. Uh, well, you're, you're especially not. I am definitely not drinking tonight. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Definitely not tonight. Actually, speaking of tomorrow, tomorrow's my anniversary. And um, How many years? Uh, nine years. Nine years uh, this time. And you know how it is. And I'm not going to speak for all women, but there becomes a time when I've experienced 
every woman that I've ever dated, I've only been married once where you get to the anniversary time and they want to like hype it up. And we're kind of like, Hey, whatever makes you happy. Like I am down for whatever. Like I don't need a grand dinner. I don't need to go out. I don't need to do any of this stuff. And it gets to a point where if you do this for too long, you are going to get lit up. Like the the threshold, there's going to be something that breaks the camel's back. And Tara and I got married around Thanksgiving. So it's difficult every year to like line mm-hmm. things up. And uh, she mentioned something and I, she doesn't listen to this podcast. So maybe we can talk about it. But um, mine doesn't listen either. <laughs> my My brother, Daniel, who likes nice things. He took his wife like maybe a year ago to a cooking class. There's like this place uh, right across the street from where you get the cannolis. And Mm. uh, it's not a restaurant. It's not a restaurant. But every single day they have a cooking class. And it's like they they wine and dine you. You eat. You drink. You be merry. It's three hours. And every night is a different theme. Like tonight I I happen to look tonight. They even learn how to make gnocchi. But I kept saying to Danny, I'm like, my wife isn't, she likes to cook, but like, doesn't like fancy cooking. It's like, let's just make something, have some dinner. Let's put some chicken on the grill, put some McCormick's on it and get the hell out of there kind of cooking. So I'm like, especially for the price and how frugal we are, she would be kind of like pissed off if I got that for her. Okay. Danny goes, yo, on your anniversary date, Tuesday, there is a cookie making class. Mm. Now my wife loves to bake. That's the gangro center. Every year her and her mom and all the other women get together for a full day and they make like 65 different cookies and they walk around the neighborhood giving them to all the old ladies and everything. Like that's her fucking jam. And I'm like, oh my God, like she'll, I looked at it. I looked at the description. It was like, learn how to make different doughs, different icings, decorating all the tools you need. I'm like, this is right up her alley. And $115 a head. I was like, this is, this is right. So I get, I literally like, I looked at it during the school at my lunch. I call up Danny. I'm like, Hey, I need childcare because I can't tell my in-laws who are generally my only childcare because they're snitches. Like they will blow it up. I'm like, Danny, you're the only guy that can keep a secret around this place. And I know you're off on Tuesdays. Is there any chance you can bail me out? Just show up at the house at five o'clock. We'll surprise her right then. Won't tell her where I'll just tell her, ha, I planned something because yesterday I got it. Yesterday after not planning or like we missed the whole weekend where we were going to go out, this, that, and the other thing. She finally was like, if I didn't plan anything, we'd never go out together. You never want to do anything together. We we haven't been out on a date, blah, 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 blah. And I was just sitting there like, I'm sorry, sweetheart. I'm thinking to myself. If she says something rude, I'm gonna have to be like, you know what, bitch? I planned all fucking day. I fucking planned all fucking day. But I didn't have to go. I didn't have. To, I just. I'm sorry. I, I I know it means a lot to you. Well, I'll, I'll 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 make some calls to you. Won't make any calls. Who are you gonna call? You don't even talk to your brothers. And I'm like thinking to myself, oh, I talk to my brother. I talk to her. But so. He's like, he's like, he's like, dude, he's like, I got you, fam. I'm, he's like, I will be there. He's like, I'm not even going to tell Kate because if I tell Kate, she'll snitch too. Girl, they, they can't keep secrets. Mm-hmm. So then today, like, uh, the only other thing is like Avery goes to gymnastics on Tuesdays and with the holidays and like she was sick the week before. Tyra said something like, oh, well, at least Avery gets to go back to gymnastics uh, finally. And I'm thinking to myself, she ain't going back to gymnastics tomorrow. And I was like, <laughs> 
I'm like, she can't go. It's our anniversary. I'm like, we at least got to, we got at least got to cook her. I'll cook you a nice dinner or something. Like she's like, don't try and bail yourself out now. Cooking me dinner. Blah, 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 blah. Cause we also, as you know, that all the listeners may not know, Tara and I have a strict, like no gift giving policy. Like we give each other a card. I'll get her flowers from time to time, but birthdays, Christmas anniversaries, we don't do gifts. Like if you need something during the year, I'm going to buy it for you. Or mm-hmm. if you want something, I'm going to surprise you during the year. But like the whole pressure of like, oh, what do you want for Christmas? Or like, yeah. what do you, like, we don't do that. So I actually, there's been things that she's like, like early in the year, she's like, I really would love to have poles, but I can't justify. I bought her poles for hiking and running. And I got her like some other things because that's the other thing. Our anniversary is tomorrow. Her birthday is the week after and Christmas is the week after that. So it's like, boom, 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 boom. but, uh, so yeah, I'm taking her to this fucking cookie class. And she, she's going to lose her mind. She's But then it's my wife. She's also going to be mad at how much I spent on it. Um, especially, and we got to this because of the drinking thing, but uh, usually I'd be good for going in there and drinking at least $300 worth of booze. Like, No, for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm, drinking, I'm drinking wine by the bottle at places like that. Yeah. But tomorrow it's going to be like, oh, I'm, I'll have a mocktail. I'll, I'll have a... <laughs> Could you make me some cranberry juice? Do you, have, <laughs> do you have any pink lemonade, maybe? You know, if I'm feeling really fucking crazy, I'll get a root beer, you know? But, oh, uh, maybe. But I don't give a shit. Like, I thought that I thought I was actually uh, talking to uh, my buddy Taylor, who is a huge support system. He's in recovery as well. And he's like, kind of like my sponsor kind of guy that I'll call if I need a guy. And, uh, you know, Thanksgiving, not so hard. Like, the family, they know I don't drink, but, um, the anniversary of my dad's passing was on Saturday, five years and uh, a Friday. And uh, that was tough. And then like, I knew that the 27th today was the day that we put him to rest. So it was like today, I think more about today than I do like the mm-hmm. day he died. Yeah. And uh, so like I, it, Friday was tough. I went on the long 20 mile run, which we'll talk about training in a, week, in a minute. But uh, I knew going in that that was going to be like really, really hard because you know, everyone's in town. He has nine brothers. They all live local. They're all drinking. They're all cheers. And my dad, they were cheering, chanting on Thanksgiving. They do a toast and they always throw my uncle and we sat 45 for dinner. And then, you know, one of the uncles has to be like, and you know, God bless everyone that couldn't be here tonight. We're really mad, blah, blah, blah. And of course, like we lost grandma, grandpa, and then both my parents. So it's it's like, oh, grandma, you know, she was 92. Good run. Grandpa, 95. And then Brad, Danny, and Gerard's parents are both gone, you know. And then everyone starts fucking crying and shit. But stayed sober, man. Fucking stayed that's sober. That's good, man. dude. That's yeah. good, man. I mean, it's, I know it's been a grind. Yeah, no, that's, and I, I told you in the beginning of September, like, fall's my drinking weather. You yeah. Know? I don't need a cold beer on the beach. I don't need a margarita. Um, I don't need a frozen daiquiri. You know, I need a whiskey and cigar, man, mm-hmm. on a cool day with a hoodie. I used to, it's so funny. I look back in hindsight at how much like my life revolved around drinking. And like, I was thinking and talking to my wife, she's like, Brad, you used to take the dog for a walk and drink two fingers of whiskey every single night and smoke a cigar over the course of a couple of days and a couple of walks. And I was like, yeah. That was just a start because when I got back from walking the dog, I poured myself another glass of whiskey and and then who knows, got on a live stream with JJ and before we know it, I'm a bottle of bullet in. But uh Jeez, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Now it's damn. Now it's Heineken NAs. You know, and it's it's and running twenty plus miles. <laughs> yeah. And like even Thanksgiving, like my brothers came over 
they bought me like a six pack of NA. Like, Sweet. or like I go Perfect. there and then like, it's, it's awesome when you've, when they realize that you're serious and you're not just doing it for a fad. Like yeah. same thing happened when I went plant-based, they busted my balls forever. But then they, after like a year, they're like, all right, he's, he's, he's vegan. Yeah. You know, and they, they always add like some sort of plant-based option for me, which was, uh, which was nice. So yeah, well, that, was, that was my thanks. That was my thanks game. Go ahead. Back to the, the cookie stuff. I'm a big cookie guy. If you had to pick one cookie to eat the rest of your life, can't have any other cookie. What are you picking? It's not a question. I don't. I don't have a sweet tooth, so it's a little well, bit. It of, is a question, but well, no. I mean, there is no I, question. I know. <laughs> um, my wife makes these chocolate chip cookies, but she sprinkles uh, like uh, flaked sea salt on yeah, top. Yeah, stuff's the best, man. And um, dude, I'm I, like I said, I don't have a sweet tooth. I don't crave cookies, ice cream, none of that. I'm a salty, savory kind of guy. But you put those little flaked cookies it's, it's over yeah. game game over and to be honest i don't really like i'm trying to think I, actually you know the ones that you can buy at like costco's or bj's like the soft cookies and they come in like the variety pack a macadamia nut cookie that's a very very close second for me like if i'm not allowed to choose chocolate chip because it's too cliche macadamia nut interesting and the macadamia nut is severely underrated for its nutritional value. Hmm. I good, love mac. I love macadamia nuts. It's good nut. They're real big in uh in Hawaii. Big nut. Good old nut. Good nut. Um. Yeah. I'm a chalk. I'm on the chocolate chip train as well. Got. I mean, it's no question. And you don't want to know a really good chocolate chip cookie that you can get pretty cheap is uh Subway. Those are good chocolate. Dude, they're cookies. so good, man. They're yeah. so good. But I mean, but, like you will bathe in cannolis. I, oh. I you, you, you always. I'm a, I'm a sweet guy, dude. I love sweets. I love salt they, too. When you, whenever we go in there, you're like, oh, I, I bought 35 because I figured you'd have some. And I'm like, Jay, we've gone over this. Like, I'm not gonna have a cannoli. He's like, you'll have one this time. You'll have one. And then nah, I, I don't know. You and I eat 35 cannolis. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you, you like have like your 10th cannoli, and you're like, Tyra, please have a bite. Tyra, please just please just. I'm gonna start giving them to the dog, and even Keel's like, not really into. The- no, the lobster tails is something I tried that was new last time. Those are something else, dude. They're they're like these big. It looks like a large croissant filled with cannoli filling with chocolate chips in it. Oh, Ooh, it was good. It's fun watching you eat them, though. Oh, it's I enjoy myself. Yeah. What else? Did they hunt down there? There's a lot of hunting going up here. They hunt down uh, there, Florida. Yeah, I mean, I not I don't know about where where we're at, but yeah, I'm sure they hunt in Florida. Rifle season just opened. Everyone's very excited. Yeah, I know. It's I see it all over my Facebook from everyone back home. So you threw up sober today? I, I oh my god, <laughs> dude! I did throw up sober today. Oh man! And how does one do that exactly? Oh, dude! It it was one of those. So uh, on my training schedule for the marathon this week, I had to do my benchmark test for my 10k, and it was scheduled for tomorrow, but. I, I move my days around a little bit with Lindsay's schedule and when she goes to work and whatnot. So I I, I ran my 10K today because I didn't run at all this weekend because Lindsay worked both days. I had kids and everything. just didn't work out my schedule. So I woke up this morning and I thought I was getting a little bit of a sickness too. This isn't why I threw up. I'm not saying that because of that, but 
I thought I was getting a little sick the night before. I think I texted you and I was like, yeah, dude, I'm not feeling good. I think I got a fever, blah, blah, blah. Kids have had fevers for like the past two weeks. Still don't feel like 100%, but I woke up and I I, I was like, all right, I'm just going to send it. I'm going to get this off the books and just just knock it out for the week. You know, it was Monday morning. I was feeling a little motivated, but as soon as I was getting ready to for like put all my running shit on, I'm just like, oh, I really don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like going. And I think honestly, also deep down, I was like a little nervous that I was going to backtrack. Like I was nervous that I was going to like start running and that I was going to, I know that would really mentally F with me big time. Like, and I tried so, to ease you into that, but I was like, Hey, it's not going to be much faster. I told right. you, yeah, I, cause I, I know that, that same feeling. And if you're not motivated, it's hard to like motivate yourself to run for an hour hard. For sure. And, and that's, that's why I was like, if, it's kind of like, uh, You've seen a few good men where it's like, if you're not, if you, if you feel like you can't get them to say it, you know, it's, it's okay. That's kind of mm-hmm. what I was doing for you. I was like, you, you don't have to PR. You just want to go hard. Right. Right. So that was like, I was a little nervous about that too. Cause I knew that would have a big effect on me. Even like, even during the run, if I knew I wasn't going to PR, or if I knew I wasn't going to have much of an increase or if I was going to be slower, like I would be like, what the hell? I've been running these slow freaking days and not shit's happening for me. So I get out and the first mile, I, t- I take off pretty quick. I think it was like nine nine forty. So like the first mile last month was like in the ten twenties or something like that. So I'm like, oh, that's that's pretty quick. Heart rate spiked right away. You know that didn't really stay low for me at all. Um, so I was a little worried. I'm like, oh shit, if my heart rate this high, I'm gonna wear out real quick. Mile three, I'm gonna be gassed. And on my reel on Instagram, you, you can even hear me say in the first mile, I was like, I think I came out way too quick. Second mile hit. It was again under 10. It was, it was like 950 something, 950s. And I still was like, heart rate still spiked. I'm still super high up. Like I'm, I, I don't really know what to do, but I hope I can hold this. Mile three hit. Everything felt a hundred times. I, I always do that though. Like even on my longer runs, I have to get through the first two miles. After my first two miles, my, my body finds this like coasting area just to like, I get in this groove and I'm set. I had, I had my, 170 beat per minute playlist on and i was just like trotting along that's had my good running songs that would pop in so i was was grooving man i was feeling good i was coasting i was doing like 940s and that third mile fourth mile hit feeling great again and i started doing negative splits i was negative splitting from three to four four to five and five to six i think every i think every mile got faster the fifth mile towards the end I could tell I was I was redlining, but I was like, I think I can hold on for another mile and a half. I was like, I've been I've gotten four and a half done. What's one more mile and a half? I run a mile and a half every day in my sleep. Like it's that's nothing. I said I can hold this for a mile and a half. Mile six hits. You can see in the reel, my face is hurting. I'm <laughs> I'm struggling, dude. I'm like fuck. I still got I still got point two five to run. I was gonna run a I was gonna run six six and a quarter mile to make sure can I got you start that running with your wrist down in front of you and you're running uh, just watching uh, your wrist. One hundred percent, dude. One hundred percent. And the worst part is there was a small little incline I had to go up a bridge after the sixth mile. So I'm already gassed and I have to go up an incline. There's no inclines in, in Florida, but I found the one right after six miles. So I'm like going out of and I, I had to pass this this couple too. Dude, something happened. My body like, just like started shutting down, and I'm looking at my heart rate too, and it's like 202 or whatever, 203, <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, I know this is not good. This is what happened last time. 
So I'm like, just get here. Just I, I was like, evens are slowed down a little bit. But then I looked at my watch and it was like 5940 or something. And I was like, shit, I, I'm so close. I can just, I know I can get there. I said, I just need to sprint. So I started sprinting. Like I looked down, I was doing like probably like 730 or something, but I did 730 for maybe five seconds. And then all of a sudden I had nothing in my stomach and I felt, you know, that like sour feeling right before, like you're sitting on the couch, you got the flu, right? And you feel it hit you. And it just like starts coming up in your chest and then it goes into your stomach and then, or it goes into your throat and it's just like sitting there and you, you want to hold it back, but it's it's forcing its way out. It, you're making the face. You start hearing the gag sounds. Your cheeks puff up. I'm, I'm doing that mid-run, dude. Mid-run. So all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, I got this. I'm okay. I'm going to finish. I literally look at my watch. As I look at my watch, I, I hear myself go, I'm like, oh, shit. So I have to run into the grass. I'm like, okay. It's fine. I'm like talking to myself out loud. I'm like, you're good. You're good. Don't throw it. Don't throw it. And all of a sudden, and when I throw up, bro, like it's loud. I And I can't, I can't hide it. Like whenever I am throwing up, it is loud. And I knew there was people all on the walk, like the walking trails where I was at. I was like, oh my God, everyone's listening to me throw up right now. I mean, it's. <laughs> oh my God, dude. So anyways, I'm puking. Of course, I hear this, honey, are you, you okay? As I'm throwing up, oh my gosh, dude. So I look up at this lady mid throwing up, no lie. And I'm like, uh, uh, I'm okay. Just, just leave me alone. I'm good. <laughs> so the lady's like, okay. Just good trying luck. to PR a 10K here. Just trying yeah. to PR a 10K. No doubt, dude. So anyways, you know, I'm on the side of this on the on this trail puking my guts out and there was nothing to puke it was just like spit and phlegm coming out because again i had nothing in my stomach i don't know if that was part of the reasoning for it but then i looked down and i clicked my watch and i stopped and i was you know i was puking and like i finally just had to like sit down and, and come to and i went ahead and saved my watch and i didn't really pay attention to where i was at and then i looked it up on strava and i was like oh my god please tell me i got the the 10k I looked at dude second time in a row. It didn't register. I was 0.04 off from from the 10k. So that, uh, but I will say this: the the good part about it is I ran those six miles and at a 9:45 pace. That's a that's a that's a huge improvement for me, dude. Like that was like 30 seconds faster per mile. Yeah, crazy. I think so you were crazy. I think you were like 10, 15, 10, 20 last time. Sound like that? Yeah. In a month. Yep. Just Imagine what a year will do, you know, like you're gonna when you're running forty fives with me next year. Oh my god, dude. It's crazy. But here's the thing though, man. That's all this even though that happened and whatever, like it is what it is. Like it, it was a little embarrassing. Um I still like after it all happened, I was still like kind of excited because I got those six miles. At that time, dude, there's no way if I would have talked to me six months ago, it would have been like, hey, man, you're going to run six miles in 945. No way, dude. Like, so to see that improvement already in just a month's time off of an injury, that is so motivating, dude. So motivating. And it's like, it start. it's like, again, back to investing. When you hit that like 100K threshold, right? The $100,000 mark. 
that's when things really like when you that's when you really start to notice like that one percent gain. One percent gain, thousand bucks. You know, that's when that feels a little different. When you have a nice five percent day and you're like, holy shit, my portfolio made five grand. Yep. It's the same thing, dude. You see these these big leaps and strides in running. And although it's a it's a it's a long process and I'm still at the beginning. But to see the improvement already happening, and I know there's going to be ups and downs, and there'll be times I run 10Ks where I, I don't PR and all this. I get that. I understand that. I, I know how that works. But the fact that I can see it happening while running those 13-minute mile runs, it's awesome, dude. It just makes me love running even more. I loved it before, and I was slow, and I'm still slow. But now seeing the improvement, it's like, man, I can't wait to get out there and see what I got in another, another month and seeing and knowing what like I went through and knowing that like you're fitter than when I started, I said, this is the conversation we've had a few times. Like I just know that you are going to crush and I just can't wait to see it. I can't wait to like eat the popcorn and just spectate. I don't know about that dude. Like, dude, I mean, you're going to go under 15 hours at grindstone. No way. I'm telling you, dude. No way. If you let me coach it and you do what I tell you to do, you're going to go under 15 hours. 15 hours. (sighs) I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be like, I mean, that'd be sick, dude. But just finishing for me, you know, is like, holy shit. You're going to be past just finishing at that point. I hope. I hope. Because we'll get it. We'll get you to, we'll get you, we're going to get you to a 50K at some point. Before yeah. the hundred k, maybe like uh, I'd say midsummer or something, we'll go somewhere and do it. Um, and yeah, dude, you're you're gonna fucking crush because you're not lazy. No, I mean I'll do the work, and you're yeah, and you're and you're coachable. Like if if, if it may be hard to get you to ask for help, but when you ask for help, you take it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's so, fair. So like that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Dude, the the feeling today though, like me, like and I. So here's the cool part. And granted, I, I want to note too, like you had no breakfast in you. You were probably dehydrated. <laughs> I did like, drink a lot of water and electrolytes before, so I don't okay. know if that was it. Okay. But yeah, I didn't have any food in me. I, I will say this though, I did think about you a couple times on the run whenever you were like. You've told me this plenty of times, and I've always thought to myself, every time you tell me, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to be in that position. I remember looking down on my watch at like mile four and seeing like 920 as my pace, like my current pace, and I'm just chugging along. Like I'm I'm good. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm I'm tired. Like I can feel my body like getting tired, but I'm like, I'm good. Like I, I'm I can hold this for a while. That was a whole nother level of mental gain for me. And just to see that big of a difference whenever, like when I, when I first started running, but pre-injury, I was huffing and puffing at like at 940, 945 pace running my 5k. I almost PR'd my 5k today. I got my second, yeah, second fastest. It was sub 35k running my 10k. And my PR for my 5k is, is only a minute faster than that. It was like 28 something, 28, 30 something. So maybe, I think maybe I maybe shits and grins next week. We'll go out and pee on the 5k. Yeah, it'd be fun. That'd be cool. 
the best place to PR 5K is to sign up for a 20 5K and just go to a race and do it. Yeah, I would have to do that for sure. And just send it. Full send. There's a ton of them right now, too. I could sign up. Yeah, just yeah. Go, go full send. Bring the kids. 30, yeah, it's cool. 30 minutes. Get them out of the house. It's a, have them give some high fives. They love My kids love going to races, man. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. I'll have to do that. I could throw, um, I'll, I'll throw a 5K in the next couple of weeks if you want. Okay. Yeah, do it on a Saturday or Sunday. Like a Sunday, I think, is a lot of the, a lot of the yeah. runs here. Nice. Oh, and the, cool. the marathons, it's still still got a fair amount of time, man. Yeah, two months. Yeah. We're on the fifth week right now. Dude, you're going you're gonna to be fine. We're going under five hours, man. No problems. That's, I mean, that would be sick, dude. Like, that would be a huge celebration for me to be able to do sub, like, to see a four, my first ever marathon. Like, I never would have imagined that. When I first thought about it, when I was first getting into this running, I was like, I would probably run in like six, six something. Like, that's what I thought. But now to see this improvement already, and like, I know this is motivating me to go, to go, to go more. Um, I'm just excited to see like how far I can push my body. But here's the other thing. As I am running and as I'm like, my body's changing a little bit, I really, something that I really want to focus on as I'm, as I'm gaining miles and stuff, which is going to be a little difficult. I really want to also get back into the gym more. I love, that is one thing I do love about training is I love lifting weights. I love it. Like when I was in college and high school, like I was a big, like I wasn't a bodybuilder, but I, you know, I was the, the dude in the gym lifting doing bodybuilding type movements. Yeah. And that makes me feel good. So like, I'm trying to incorporate that into my training too. Although with these two a days, like sometimes it's tough and like out running always comes first, like for, for me mentally, but also because like, I just, those are my goals right now. My goal is not to be in a bodybuilding competition, but I do want to develop some muscle while I'm, I'm running. Yeah. That's understandable. That makes sense. No, it's that's completely understandable. And, I mean, now's kind of the time to do it in a way. Like, you can gain a little bit of weight going into the marathon. And then after the marathon, like February and even March and into April, you can bulk up, you know, mm-hmm. and then cut weight for the summer right before the race. I mean, there's no problem with that. And I, I've done that. I've, I've been like, I like to lift and things like that, but I've been the opposite. Like, I've been falling in love with just walking by the pull up bar and just jumping up and doing five pull ups or, yeah you know, trying to accumulate as much time as I can during the day in a wall set or, mm-hmm. um, you know, like adding variations of pushups with like heel raises or like glute bridges, like all this calisthenic movements that I never, that I've always like seen, but never did. Like even the Bulgarian squits, uh, split squats that you've been doing, like those have been awesome for me. Uh, it's little things like that where I've, I always thought that I needed to move a barbell to feel stronger Mm-hmm. And I always knew that I had a weak core and I think I had a weak core because I always focused on, you know, pushing and pulling and squatting and, you know, obviously holding weight overhead and pressing overhead, you, you gain some core stability, but like I never did these like banded steps, side steps or the things that you're seeing that are so cliche and like really tightening up my core and my hips and stuff. That's really what I've just, it's been so sick. Yeah. Cause like yeah. I, I'm just, I've always been squishy. So like, even when I was strong, I was still chubby. So like, mm-hmm. I never, I never like felt my core or my abdomen or anything. It just felt 
strong, like felt tight, like felt like I should have a six pack, things like that. And, you know, the, those are the things right now that I'm just like, holy, and I'm gaining weight. Um, I'm up probably 15 pounds since grindstone at the end of September, but times are still going down. Like I just did 55 miles last week and that was my third highest volume week ever. And, um, one of those other three weeks was the race. So leaning in the grindstone, I did my peak week. I did like a 50, I did like two 53s and a 54. And then I did a 63. And, uh, that 63 was my biggest week ever. And I remember it beat me up, beat me up good. Almost to the point where I was like, man, I'm going to fuck myself. But I was like, maybe like four and a half weeks out from grindstone. So it wasn't that bad. And then grindstone ended up being like a 70 mile week all said and done. But going into this one, coach was like, yo, week one, 55 miles. Let's see what you got. I was like a little bit apprehensive. And I was like, uh, then I said to myself, I'm going to run as much of the long run, 20 miles as I can. This, that, and the other thing. Dude, I, I smashed the week strong, felt really, really good. And that was a confidence builder for me, knowing that like I still had that fitness. Cause I think a biggest fear is like when you pull back or you focus on strength or like, after grindstone, I kind of went with speed work, cut my mileage down to 35 miles and started like focusing on going fast. I'm like, I'm gaining, I'm losing all this like long endurance fitness. And dude, I, th- my VO2 max is still up. Things are still good. And yeah, I just, I felt, I finished the, I did, I think I did like nine, 935 pace for the 20 miler. Um, and for some, for perspective in the marathon six weeks ago, man, uh, that three weeks ago, um, I did uh, like a little under nine minute pace, like eight fifty five for the marathon, twenty six miles. So nine forty five is very doable, but still did it strong at the end of at the end of a fifty five mile week, and then had two eight milers to back that up. It was um yeah it was it's crazy. It was a I'm pumped on top of like I said all this other strength and uh, rolling and mobility and. I actually just had a live stream on my YouTube channel and I was talking about like the rest day and like what that will do for you and kind of how I judge because at the end of the week, I always call you up on Sunday. I'm like, how do you like to feel like I need to know because you know, the questions that I'm at and then I always follow it up the next day and ask you the same fucking questions again, because really what I think is really beneficial. And this is something that anybody can ask themselves. Like, when you get to the end of a training week, you should feel pretty thrashed, like emotionally, physically, like not like I can't walk or I'm in pain and things hurt, but like definitely excited to rest, like Mm -hmm. definitely excited to eat, fuel up, sleep a little bit more, cross train, just maybe just do nothing. But like, you know, you're doing it right if you have that feeling. And then by the end of your rest day, like I know tonight I'm going to be like tossing and turning and hungry for more tomorrow. Like, can't wait. Like I feel recovered and now I just want to go back to work. Like that's how, you know, you're really in like that flow state, if you will, if I can use like a cliche term, but, um, and then knowing that I'm pulling back, like you said to me, like, not going to lie. I'm glad we're pulling back a little bit Mm -hmm. and not because you want to be lazy or not because we banged you up last week, but because you did the work and you know that like you're still hungry, but like, no, I'm not not starving. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like I could use I'm a little, little, little break. Yeah, I'm just a little hungry. So like I'm dropping down to 32 miles this week and uh got the ultra marathon coming up in two weeks that we'll talk about more, I guess, on next week's episode. But yeah, man, things and that the winter's where the killers come out, man. I know it's 60 degrees for you and it's not really winter, but yeah. 
even like getting darker earlier and like motivation's low for most people. And when you, when you come into spring, there's this, for anybody that cycles, there's this program called Zwift. It's like a, where you can virtually cycle. And it came out maybe, maybe like nine or 10 years ago. I remember using the beta version of it. And at first all the road cyclists were like, I'm not riding indoors on this thing, blah, blah, blah. Well, fast forward five years, people are entering March and their spring seasons. Fit, like fitness was unreal. PBs, everything was being broken. All the grand tours and everything, everything was being crushed. People were at fitness. Everyone, everyone's like, oh, doping's back. But really what happened was people were maintaining outstanding fitness over the winter because of this new online program where you could race. It was based on Watts. Like I'd never been so fit on my bike coming into uh, March. And I feel like the same thing as treadmills now are getting much better and inclines and declines and things. And if you can't get out, you could still kill the treadmill. It's like March is it's, uh, it's good. That we're used to like be like, even canyons in April 27th, you hear about all the old timers are like, it's an early season race. You know, I'm not in peak form where like, I'm like, dude, that's, I can't wait to come out of winter. I'm going to be, I'm going to be a fucking killer in April. Yeah. The, the treadmill thing, if I lived somewhere that was a little colder, I'd probably definitely have to invest in a, a decent treadmill because I know there'd be some nights where I'm just like, cause I'm more of, I tend to be more of an evening runner sometimes. Mm -hmm. And there'd be some nights I know if I went outside and it was freezing cold or if it was raining yeah. and it was ice out, like I'd have to hop on the treadmill. And I mean, I, I made a reel about the benefits of the treadmill. Everyone calls it the treadmill and things like that. Fuck that noise. I'm not into that. But like the treadmill has specific purposes. Like before I had a coach and I had someone that was like, Brad, you need to go slow today. I knew that if I went outside, I would progressively speed up, mm -hmm. speed up a, because I want to get done with the run faster and B because I like going fast sometimes, but you get on the treadmill and you set the treadmill to 1030 pace and you don't push any more buttons. That's as fast as you're going to go. Yep. And likewise on interval work where like you might be failing to reach your speeds on that fifth or sixth interval, you know, you push the button, boop, 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 you're going to be going that fast. So like speed is awesome. I live on a flat Island. I would not be able to get elevation change without a treadmill. So like, that's another great benefit in me. Like the last one is like, I got kids, you know, there's yeah. sometimes where my wife is out at a professional development and it's the evening. And I both my kids. I, I can't take them out in the winter on a stroller run, you know, like, so that is something I wish I had now with Lindsay working. I wish I had a treadmill that I could just hop on like in the living room yeah. While the kids got a movie on or, you know, they're eating lunch or whatever, I could hop on and do an hour run. Like that would be, that'd yeah, be nice. Especially to my kids, like know that I'm a runner. Mm -hmm. So like, it's not weird for them, for me to be like, Hey guys, go down in the basement and do some gymnastics for an hour. I'm going to run, Yep. you know? And they know that like, if they, they know they can come in and interrupt me, but it better be something important, you know, yeah. like. So th there, yeah, there's definitely like huge, it used to be my wife and I being like, what are we going to do? We have to plan this out. What time are you going to be back? What time am I going to be back? Are you yep. now? It's just like, Hey, you got to run to target quick. Go. 
run it hard quick. I'll hop on the treadmill or I'll start my workout on the treadmill and then go outside. If you get back early, like things like that. Yeah. This, mm-hmm. People hate on the treadmill. I don't get why people hate on the treadmill so much. It's like one of the greatest, I don't use it that much, but it's one of those fitness things that like when you need it, it's You're really, glad it's it. really, really good to have. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's definitely something I'd have to look into that and a cold plunge. <laughs> I want a cold oh, plunge. I have yeah. one. I just got to drive up to it. <laughs> Um, uh, um, yeah, I'm officially, uh, yeah, I took my chillers detached is finally cold enough where I don't have to use electricity on a chiller. Oh, really? But the blessing and the curse is like the chiller got it down to like 40 degrees, which is plenty cold. Mm-hmm. Like everyone thinks it needs to be super cold. Like anything under 50 is going to punch you in the throat. And, uh, but now, now we're going to now it's cold. the thirties. <laughs> Yikes. But I like getting into it in the cold weather. Like I thought. Like, oh, it's so hot out. I'll jump in and it'll be refreshing. Like that contrast of like 90 degrees to 40 degrees was so much worse. Like now I'm just used to always having a little bit of a chill. It's winter. Like I have no problem. Like, and there's a lot of times throughout the winter where the water is going to be warmer than the air. So it's mm-hmm. almost like you get in and it's not that bad, but your ears are freaking freezing. But yeah, that's crazy. Cold plunge still every day, man. Every day. Damn. Every day. Cold shower still every day. Still haven't touched the heat knob. I do cold. I do do cold showers every now and then. Like what I'll do is I'll turn it on hot, and then I hop in. I start washing my hair or whatever while it's still cold. And then once that heat heat hits me, I'm like, ooh yeah, feels good. Ooh. All right. Yeah. So uh, nice pullback week for both of us. Yep. I also have my math uh, benchmark test coming up on either Wednesday or Thursday or something like that. Yeah. And we'll have to talk about that too, because like that is so heart rate specific that like, I don't think, I don't necessarily think the paces are going to come down that much. I told you like three to five seconds, maybe, but the confidence of like how comfortable it'll feel. Yeah. I I think will be better and you're going to get better at, because it's all, if you look on the chart that I gave you, like I took, I gave you the average heart rate and an average pace because like, you're supposed to be pinned like uh, for you. It's like what? 148. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you're 145. And then like on Thursday's run, like maybe it's 143. So you went a little slower. But if we look at the average time, I think your average pace will be lower. I'm telling you by three to five seconds. If more than five seconds, like you really fucking kicked the shit out of this thing for one month. Hmm. So three to five seconds, but five seconds over a 10 mile run is a minute, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's like, that's a big deal. True. And then, or 50, 50 seconds. And then if we can get the heart rate, I want the heart rate to still be at that 148. So it's all a pace game. So we'll say I, that's one I'm going into it where I'm not letting myself just dis- get discouraged because I know where my heart rate is on some of these longer runs anyways. Like mm-hmm. I'm not expecting a huge change because it has only been a month. Yeah. I think, I think if anything, what we'll say is like really want you, the goal should be to really try and focus on trying to hold that heart rate. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I think the last one you didn't, you didn't have a heart rate monitor yet. So you kept looking at your wrist and things yeah. like that. Like this one, maybe I'll show you how to set an alert and you can set a range where like, if you go above 148, it'll tell you. And if you go below 144, it'll tell you. So then your watch just go beep, beep. And you'll know, I got to speed up a little bit, slow down a little bit. But that I think is going to be more the goal. Seeing if you can pin like 147, mm-hmm. 148, 147, 146 on those four miles. That would be that would be more important because on that first one you did it was like 
it was a little varied. Like you got up to 149 and then down to 143 because you didn't have that hurry monitor uh, around your chest. But I think that's going to be more of the goal. This will really be like the first real one, I think, because if you're going to do it, you really should have a heart rate monitor. I think if, you, yeah. if you're going to do it and you want to do it right, but one month is great. But when we're taught, when we do six months, or when we do a year next November 1st, when you do it and you're like, Oh my God. Yeah, and you, and you, nice. and you signed up for a hundred miler or 200 miler by then a year from now. <laughs> like what happened with Glaze's wife, man, she just signed up for an ultra, you know, it's like, Oh, she, did she? Yeah. And she, she signed up for an hour of IPA. Um, I think she's doing the, they're going out to cold water. I think it is. And he's doing the hundred miler and she's doing the 40, the 40 K, which is less right. than a, it's actually not an ultra marathon. It's a little, I think a marathon's 42 K, but it's on trail, you know? Yeah. So she's going from six months ago, hated running to a couple right. half marathons, a full marathon and a trail race. You catch that bug, you catch that bug and couples sure. that run together, stay together. We got to get, we got to get your wife running. Mm, will never happen. We'll get her running. No way. She'll get. Oh, she'll catch the bug. Mm, I've tried, dude. There's she ride, no, it's not happening. She ride bikes or something? Nope. She stays so fit. How does she stay so fit? It's her jeans. Yeah, her dad's. You know, always been skinny. Like, I think Mason have probably got it. Like they and they, you know, she she can eat like shit <laughs> and just stay skinny. I don't get it, dude. Like bitch, I, I look at a bagel and I can't buy it. I do it. I know, right? That's me, man. So I'm. Uh, I got my mom motivated. I think I talked about this last week. She keeps messaging me, and then my dad too. He's starting to get motivated. So they, they, I gave them access to my uh, my notifications whenever I, I go on a run in my Garmin, like the the live um, tracking system. Yeah, yeah. I told I was talking to him about it. My mom's like, I want to know, like can you put my email in there and I can just watch you when you run? I was like, I guess if you want that, she's like, yeah, I would love that. So like, I'll be in the middle of a run, like at six miles or something. And I get a text from my mom and she's like, go kick this run's ass, Jake. You got this. <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's go mom. <laughs> yep. I love that. Yeah, no, yeah. that's, that's a great little feature. And, uh, I think we, um, we did something Tyra and I together and Tyra's dad's like, Hey, can you throw me on the email for the race? And like, oh, I forgot, cool. to, forgot to take him off or whatever. And like, we got to the house. He's like, man, killed that run yesterday. I was like, <laughs> I was like, are you on Strava? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Like, oh, no. He's like, we were watching the dots on the screen. We, I still got the emails from you. And That's I'm like, cool, oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry. And he said the same thing. Like, no, don't take me out. Like, I love living vicariously through you guys. And like, he's like, it's nice. I know not to call Tara because she's out on a run or like, right. Uh, right. you know, and um. Yeah, so that, that notification feature is good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I thought you when you were talking about um like Black Friday stuff, I thought you were gonna pull the trigger and get yourself a nice Garmin. I almost did, dude. I almost did, but I'm just like I'm not there yet. Like, no, I, I, yeah, like I just I, I don't wear the watch enough. I think to make it worth it. Like I, I wear the watch when I run, and that's about it. And I don't know if I spent the money if I would still. I don't know. Were, if I have you ever been a watch guy? Did you ever no. wear a watch regularly? No. Okay, yeah. So like, I always have a watch on. Mm. So like, I went from like whatever my Timex Ironman watch, just right to Garmin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I could. I. I'm. I just don't like stuff on me at all times. I just. I. I'm a fidgeter. You know, like 
I, yeah. I mess with it. I turn it. I break it. I just like it. Just doesn't feel doesn't feel right. Like Tyra can't sleep with hers on. She's like, oh, oh there's no. no way I couldn't do it either. I'm like, I, I sleep with my heart rate monitor. <laughs> You're freaking weird, dude. <laughs> Not all the time. Just like six days a week. That's a little weird. I like to track it. Data, bro. <laughs> Data nerd. Data nerd. Anything else you're excited about coming up? Um, Christmas. It's not even fucking December yet. I mean, practically. You know what? You know what a Scrooge I am. My you Christmas. Suck. My Christmas lights are already up. Whoa! On the house, and I added to my blow up collection for the kids. I got another blow up for the front yard. Nice. Look at you, dude. And. My, I said to Mike, we got like a little six foot like Santa blow up on the front yard. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, what do you guys want? I'm like, I'll get you another blow up. And they're like, we really want Rudolph. And they've been asking for Rudolph forever. So I'm like, all right, Ace, Va- Ace Hardware is around the block. Let's go. And it says it's in stock. One left. I'm like, we got to go. There's one left. Well, the one left was the display. And they couldn't sign me the display. Mm. So there was another one 10 minutes away and a couple towns over. One left. I called him. Dude's like, nah, man, we got one left. I'm like, can you put it by the register? He's like, I'll go grab it for you. We got one left. Get there. Oh, man, sorry. It was the display. You were right. I was looking at the computer. Like, you fucking cocksucker. Oh. So he's like, but I called the one in Beth Page, which is 20 minutes away. And they had three. And I told the guy to put one aside for you if you want to go up there. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm going to call just to make sure it's 25 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And I've already been on the road now for a half. I'm in sweatpants and slippers. Like, I was just trying to go around the block to get this fucking Rudolph. It's like Jingle All the Way. Have you seen that movie? No. Oh, that's a good one. He's trying to get Turbo Man and ends up being the whole process. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that, yeah. Well, I, I call and talk to Joseph up in Beth Page. And, oh, uh, Joseph. Little Joseph, and he's like, "Yeah, I put it on the side for him. Like, I'm coming in here with two five year olds. They are. I will allow them to throw a tantrum <laughs> if I walk in there and you don't have this fucking Rudolph for me." He's like, "Dude, I got you, man. I got you." We walk in there. This is like a little high school kid with like curly hair. He's holding. It. He sees me walking. With the kids news at me. He's holding it. He's so pumped. The kids. I'm like, "You guys." They ran over. They gave Joseph a hug. We got it. It was. And we came home and yeah, it's love it. It's Rudolph. So now my yard's super festive, but I can't do the tree thing until after Tara's birthday. Like Tara's birthday is on the 11th. Like that's her birthday comes before Christmas. It's fair. And I will always be a Christmas tree comes down on the 26th kind of guy. You know that I'm, ne- I'm never breaking on that. We're kind of this. No, we're kind of the same on that. Once Christmas is over, we're done with it. Yeah, but you've had your Christmas trip since November 1st. Well, yeah, because it's the enjoying the process to Christmas. The longer you can enjoy it, the better. But as soon as Christmas is over, we're the next day too. Yeah, but like I'd be like sick of my Christmas tree right now. Nah, it's awesome. We have it in. We have it on every night and sometimes during the day. It's the best. And Lindsay had Christmas music on when she was cleaning today. Well, I've been I've been allowing that. Try not to be a Scrooge to these damn kids. Yeah, dude. Just gotta let them enjoy it. It's freaking Christmas spirit. We're gonna make some holiday puppy chow. Avery wants to do elf on the shelf. 
You got to do it. Oh, dude, it's... I don't want to say too much. I, I mean, they're probably asleep, but it's the best thing, man. They're if, you, if you're listening that. with your kids, you can turn the podcast off and listen <laughs> listen to the rest later. But, um, I, I'd never, I've never done it, and I never want to get... See, you're the only parent, I feel like, that's like, oh, I love Elf on the Shelf. Lindsay like does every, other parent, every parent's like fucking fucking elf. Oh no, it's the best. It's because it's because they love it so much, man. They love it so they they get so excited that that he, you know they're coming. So that's all. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't want to like. But you're not allowed to touch the elf or something like that. We have a a magic glove from the North Pole. Right. It's a special. It's a special moment that they get to put the glove on. It's not every you know. It's not an all the time thing. And it's just so magical when when they get to touch them. It's so cool, man. It's awesome. It sounds, sounds wrong on so many levels. Nah, it's okay. Well, Did Michael Jackson owned this glove. Oh my gosh, that's pretty. That's, that's pretty less, bad. That's the last special glove I heard of. Maybe OJ's glove. <laughs> oh, there's all the special gloves out there. Oh shit! When he puts it on, does he go hee 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 hee? Is it sparkly? What kind Come of on. what does this glove look like? It is sparkly. Oh my god! Yep. And what do they do when they touch it? Just light up, dude. It's it's a like, cool. Do they go for a walk with it? Like, what's this? What was this? No, they like on the couch, chill on the couch, or like they color and set it up, and it's pretty cool. So it's just a, and it's one of those things that like I know it's not going to last forever. So. Every year we get is a we, we try to cherish it. Oh my god, you sound like such a good dad right now. <laughs> I'm, the I'm, I'm the I'm the other way. Like I want to tell him the truth now and get it over with. Oh no way, man! No, like I can't. God, wait. You suck. I can't wait for the day that she comes home. She's like, you would not believe what Isabella said hey, cool sh- today. Let's be I'm careful. Like, if there's, we'll say the F word, but I'm not saying other things. I know, but it's like, Isabella's right. <laughs> oh, dude. That makes me so sad. It makes me so sad. I may cry. <laughs> oh, dang. Okay. Well, that's all I got, dude. All right, guys. Um, Join us next week for more magical gloves. <laughs> Thanks for uh, hopping in the Discord and supporting the channel or the podcast. Yeah, same and, thing. And yeah, we'll see you. Well, we won't see you. Well, yeah, you'll see us if you're on YouTube. Yeah, you will. We'll catch you next week. Take it easy, guys.